And now the weekly dish presents Top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In our two. Alright, give me two with it, with it. Alright, this is the part of the show where we talk about two things that we are mildly obsessed with this week. Um, or things that we love. So you wanna go first? I do. Tell us about your dinner. Um Okay. Went to PS Steak after having Mike to camp on last week. Oh boy, did I love it so much! I like the. I loved the way that they redesigned the room. I love when you walk in that the bar at the Five Ten Groveland area is still this cozy, wonderful, delicious bar, roaring fire. And then I love how you turn the corner and there's a whole nother bar that's new, that's kind of smoky and clubby and dark and fun. And all these people in booths, like really like having a we have a time. And then the next room is like a little, it's still clubby, but it's a little more like fine dining ish. Yep. I loved the food. I mean, the cuts of meat were really great. I had the linguine and clams, which had a chili oil, which was really good. I liked the sides, a smoked kale, um, three different types of potatoes that were interesting. I just liked the service. I just think that place is really exactly what I wanted it to be. The price points were, you know, steakhouse for the meats, but I thought there was reasonable prices for some of the stuff. I felt like I wanted to eat there a lot. Yeah. Like I want to go there a lot. Like I could see eating there once a week. Yeah. Like there's just great stuff on the menu. It's accessible. It's not too fussy. It's not too highbrow. But yet if you wanted to dig in a little bit more, you could. Do you feel like it was too expensive? No, I did not. Okay. I have an expectation that steakhouses are real expensive. Mm -hmm. I thought for this town, it was exactly spot on, maybe even a little less than I expected on some things. Wow. We had a $48 filet, which is eight ounces. My friend and I split that. And then we got a couple sides. I mean, that's four ounces of really delicious meat. It was great. Yeah. They have like a, they call it the Denver chop. That would easily feed three people. The ribeye, I think, could be three or four people. You know, if you're not looking at like this giant meat course, but you're looking at really delicious meat and then having some sides too. Yeah. I just loved it. I feel like that's the way that I think a lot of people are moving to steak, you know, eating. Like as a, meat is it's the like, side almost. Well, yeah, meat is a part of the meal, but it doesn't have to be, you know, in the old days, you know, we'd go to Manny's and it would be like, I would get the ribeye. And then there'd be like, I'd get two bites of the sides because I was just eating my ribeye, you know? Yeah. Kurt and I would go and split a ribeye. They have prime rib on the menu, which a lot of people don't have. I thought the price point on that was really good. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, it was everything I wanted it to be. I left there with just a full heart. Good. Because I have really strong feelings about that place. Yes, you do. And it just was really great. Yes, that's good. Yeah. I love it. Oh, uh, Garrison Keeler was there. That was pretty cool. At yeah. The bar. People have feelings about that. I know. It's I weird. Still, I have feelings about him too, but <laughs> I was there at the bar and I. I wonder how it's all going to go for him. You know, I mean, like in terms of people having feelings about him. Yeah. We'll I don't see. know. Um, okay. My first one is actually something I want you to get at the tea house when you go, because you, what I want you to know is that you are going to want to get dumplings. And because maybe you are a food person, you think the soup dumplings are the way to go. Cause everybody talks about soup dumplings. They're great there. They are great there, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say pass over those. This and is heresy. I know go for the Shanghai pork buns. And the Shanghai pork buns are little wheat buns with ground pork filling in the middle, but they're crispy on the bottom. The deal with the soup buns is that they're kind of gummy. And I don't like that. See? I like soup buns. They're, they have the best soup buns yeah. of soup buns. Yeah. 
but the whole idea of because a soup they're steamed. On, yeah, I like a, like more of a pot sticker. Yeah, like this a crispy one. Edge. This one is just. I mean, like, and it's like a little. It's a. It's a pretty big little. It's like a handful of dumpling, but it's got a crispy bottom. I like that. Yes, and it is just. God, they're so good, and they come with a beautiful little hoisin sauce. But the pork is beautifully done inside. I basically. Don't know how I'm not going to go and just get some like every time I leave the show now. for lunch. Yeah. What were what were they called? Those are called the Shanghai pork buns. Okay, so you're looking for the Shanghai pork buns when you go, and there's four in an order, and they're nine dollars. And I Yum. swear to God, you could that could be your lunch because okay, they're so delicious. delicious. Yep. So there's also P.S. They also have something called a Lazy Dragon, which is a great steamed. Uh, that is a steamed bun, but it's got seasoned pork, and it's kind of like. It's a long wheat wrap, and then it kind of curls out like a sleeping dragon. That's why they call it the lazy dragon. Cute. That's kind of a nice one. I like that one, too. All right. What's your second one? My second one is the North End Free Pantry. Oh. This is a woman. Her name is Jamie Hendricks. And you know how you see people that have the little libraries in their front yards? Mm -hmm. She lives in North. And she decided that, wow, uh, what I really think my neighborhood needs is they need food. So she's running a pantry out of a front yard wooden plan. What's where do we find us? Uh, there is a um, I'll put a up on the Facebook page. Okay. It is on the grid there. There's a couple of links to it. Her name is Jamie Hendricks, and she has this food pantry in her front yard, and she stocks it, and she accepts donations from people in the neighborhood. And anyone can come by and grab food out of the food pantry. She also has like shampoo and toothpaste and that kind of thing in there. So instead of doing like the little free library, she's doing a free food pantry in her front yard. Wow. People come by. People put food in there. It's been a little more challenging in the super cold weather because she's got to be careful about things bursting and glass and all that. But um, I just, you know, I thought, wow, this is something that anybody could do. Yeah. Anybody could do if you're concerned about people having food in your neighborhood. And it is a concern for lots of people. This is something you could do. I love the book pantry or the book idea. That's great. But I think a food pantry is also equally interesting. I I like that, too. I You're right. I would get a little bit scared about things spoiling. So you have to be sure the things you're putting in there are not, yep. you know, are food safe. Um because you don't want to make someone sick. There's but. a lady in the neighborhood that goes there with her kids. She said we go there once a week mm. and we get, you know, some canned goods. Wow. To round out what I have. Yeah. And I thought, wow. And think about that. Oh, like, so many canned and goods. And the people you'd meet. Yeah. Right. So, like, if someone was coming into your yard every week to help themselves at your free pantry, like, maybe you'd strike up a relationship with that person and learn more about, like, what their struggle is or, if there's other ways to help them. Yeah. Like it's a real community grassroots thing that just, I love this idea. And um, it's the North End Free Pantry. North End Free Pantry. I couldn't find it online. Um, uh, also, just to be let you guys know, if you do know someone who, you know, despite the government shutdown and everything else, there are other people who are still struggling. There was, you know, there's layoffs all the time and people are, you know, constantly kind of trying to figure out how they're going to make the the world work for them and their families. Just so you know, Loaves and Fishes is a uh, wonderful organization in our community that 
feeds people and they have dinners all over the metro in the suburbs, you guys even. And which is important because people tend to think that there's no food insecurity in the suburbs for some reason. And there really is. And they have free dinners all over the place and you just show up. You don't have to apply. You don't have to, you know, prove that you're have hardship. You don't need anything other than yourself to go and have a dinner. And maybe sometimes you just need to be among people and eat some warm food. So know that loaves and fishes is where you should go for that. Yes. All okay. Right. We get. Oh, you have one more. Steph. I have one more. I have uh, my last one is actually the bar at Umami Pop Up. So this week I actually hung out. I was actually at a meeting at Birch Steak, which is funny, um, <laughs> and had some really great pizza. P.S. Forgot how Birch great that too. pizza is downstairs. Yep. Um, and then we popped over next door to the space that, of course, was Brad Street and Rydelli, remember, which is now of being taken over by the Travail Kids, and it is they're doing their umami pop up right now. You, it is a ticketed dinner, but you can sit at the bar and order from an entire menu of food and not have to worry about tickets or anything. And I got basically one of the best burger bites I've had in a long time. Nice. And they had this umami burger, and it was just this really good, beefy, cheesy thing with like peppers and Szechuan, and there's like all these good flavors. I also got ramen and I also got buns. <laughs> so I ate a whole bunch of stuff. But just letting you guys know, if you're looking for something fresh and you're, it's just like a spur of the moment thing, you can pop into that bar and go get a bunch of drinks and eat a bunch of food. And where is it again? It's in, it's next to Lowry Hill Meats. Yep. And it's the old, and between Lowry Hill the Liquors. The old Araga. Yeah, the old Araga. Okay. So there it is. And it used to be, last it, it was uh, Brad Street. Brad Street Craft. Before yep. I left. So there you go. That's what we got, you guys. That's our top two in our two. And we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk with a lovely baker. And we'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish. This is a summer to stay connected locally. From the pandemic to protests to the upcoming election, there is so much information to take in. And on PodMN, you can access hundreds of Minnesota-made podcasts on one app. Current events, health information, political talk. Plus, you'll find podcasts about sports, true crime, and more. Pod MN also comes with listener rewards. In July, you can win gift cards to local restaurants, shops, and more just for listening. Download Pod MN on your phone's app store or learn more by visiting podmn.com. Minnesota podcasts live here.